I think, on Glenn. Yeah, they were trying to get Robinson open on the post, and Glenn grabbed him on the arm. That'll be his first foul, fifth team foul here on the Lynx. 20-18, Lincoln High, 4.44 to go in quarter two. Underneath the hoop, Carney throws it out top to Schwartz. Gets it to Coster, deep three for Cannon. That does not get there. Long rebound, didn't follow the shot. The rebound brought down by Keyshawn Jenkins. And Jenkins now in a scrum will save the basketball. Up ahead to Horton, into the corner for three. It is no good by Muhammad. Rebound comes to Horton. They get it underneath, and we have a travel called on Lincoln High. So the Lakes stuck on 20 here for a while, only one bucket so far, and that was a coast-to-coast drive right after Hunter got his foul, but he's back in there with two. Carney High was seven in the quarter, 4.20 to go. Second quarter, Coster off the screen, top of the key, fakes the three, drives left side, back out Techmeyer, 4-3, short. Carney High follows it, Techmeyer got the rebound, works his way down the lane, then lost his footing, dropped the basketball, turns it over, and a foul call to the Bearcats as Horton starts up the floor. Cannon Coster with his first third team foul. And you don't want to say tired, but again, some of the kids were battling the flu this week. When you see the shots coming up short, that always means the legs aren't there. And you don't want to see that in the second quarter. But coming off a pretty up-tempo game last night at Westside. And again, Lincoln High played Thursday. So they had last night off. They should be the fresher of the teams. They try to double Hunter. He has to dribble way out there. They have him trapped. He just throws it up for grabs. And Koski will take it away over to Coster. Two on two. Takes it at Glenn. Pulls up and draws the foul. With the second foul on Aiden Glenn. You could just kind of tell that Coster felt the whole way once he got the ball that he was going to be able to take his man. Cannon three of four at the line. He has 12 of the 18 points for Carney High. He had a stretch of about 18 in a row last night against Westside. Free throw here is short off the front of the iron. No good. And back into the game will be Boomer Jock, the 6'5 sophomore for the Lynx. Horton's in there. Also in there is going to be Perry along with Hunter and Muhammad. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. For Cannon Coster, four in the quarter, 13 in the game. The Bearcats within one, 20 to 19, 3.45 to go. Carney puts the trap on. They make Hunter get rid of the ball to Muhammad. Muhammad leads on Schwartz, back to the trailer. Hunter with a left-hand dribble. He'll go to the right, hand it off, and get it right back in the corner. Now bounce pass to the top of the circle to Perry. Guarded by Ryan Koski, calling for the screen. Behind the back, into the paint. Nice move, lays it up and in. Morgan Perry creates some offense and breaks the scoring drought here for the Lynx. Schwartz trying to get it to Robinson. Jock's done a good job on him. Back out Coster. Reverse it to Schwartz. Now Robinson's pretty deep. They'll get the bounce pass to him. He's doubled out to Carson. Schwartz for three. No good. And then a foul on Carney's Brant Barth as the rebound is brought down by Jaden Horton. First foul of the game on Barth. And I don't think he's going to be in there. A whole lot longer as Techmeyer comes in and Schwartz checks out. I thought Barth started to come out, so I thought he was checking out, but it is Barth, Koski, Koster, Robinson, and Techmeyer. Ken Hunter doing what he has to do to not dribble into the trap. Still in the backcourt, he gets it to Horton, who gets it right back to him. 2.50 to go here in quarter number two. Ball tipped out of bounds, and it will stay with 
Lincoln High, leading it 22 to 19 here over the Bearcats. Again in the girls' game, Carney won it 41 to 38. Hope to have a chance to talk with the head coach. Jason Boyd at halftime, but they do have the JV girls game going on in the other gym at this time. And Carney on the inbounds forces the turnover, deflected off the leg of the Lynx. And Lincoln High now having trouble hanging on to the ball. After three turnovers in the first quarter, they've got six here in the second. But they continue to lead 22-19. Bearcats scoring is down right now compared to their season average. And without Coster, they haven't done hardly anything. And Coster decides to drive, and he'll score. Cannon with six in the quarter, 15 in the game, 22-21. Quickly, Muhammad left baseline, and Carney High called for a blocking foul on the baseline. Going to go on Trey Clevenger, his second, fifth team foul on Carney High. And to the line will be Jahad Muhammad. Looking for his first point of the game, and the free throw is around and around and in. And now Clevenger with the two fouls out and back in will be Carson Schwartz. Glad to have you along with us here on ESPN. College basketball will follow. Georgetown and Butler, second free throw good. So Mohammed knocks them both down, 24-21. Lincoln has the lead. Carney's Cannon Coster hit two threes to start the game and go up 6-0. But then an 18-5 run gave Lincoln a seven-point lead after one quarter. Harrison Schwartz off the curl screen. Looks back against the grain. Nobody there in the paint. Has to turn and kick it out to Techmeyer. Carney struggling a little bit here against the Lincoln High man-to-man. Off the screen, Schwartz. Schwartz to the high post. Fires it to the baseline. Looking at the hoop, Robinson. Fires it into the corner. Barth has an open three. It is no good. Ball tipped around. Ends up in the hands of Boomer Jock. Long outlet pass all the way down. Out of control is going to be Perry. The shot didn't get there. And then Jock trying to tip it. Went over the back for a foul. His first. But it is the seventh team foul, so we will trot to the other end to shoot a one-and-one. But first, the Lynx. What a timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. 1.47 to go in the first half. Lincoln High 24, Kearney High 21. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Doug Duda along with our producer engineer, Billy Thompson, back at Lincoln High School for the final 147 of the second quarter. And Shiloh Robinson will go to the line to shoot a one-and-one. His first free throw attempt of the ball game is on the way, and it is good. Five points for Shiloh. 24-22. Second free throw. Robinson puts it up, and good. And Carney High wants to sub to get that trap on after the made free throw. Barth out, Koski in. So Lincoln High playing pretty decent basketball right now. They can score. It's just that their defense hasn't been that great. Uh, in January, outside of the Norfolk game last week, that's the last time they played and got beat 80-43 to here at home by Norfolk, they've been averaging 
in the uh, 60s. So not surprising that they can score as driving the baseline. The dribble goes off of Robinson's foot on the attack by Morgan Perry, and the Lynx will get it on their own baseline here with Perry to throw it in, leading by one, 24-23, 90 seconds to go in the first half. They'll lob it out top to Jalen Hunter, who after just putting his head down and going in the first quarter has a couple of fouls, and so he can't be as aggressive, and he hasn't scored here in the second. Looking for Perry off the screens. He's covered. Carney high. Techmeyer deflects it away, trying to get the ball over to Jaden Horton. And we'll do it again. And Lincoln High has got to find somebody to get over there to bring the ball in. Finally, they do. It will be Horton. So Horton looking, looking. He's going to have to throw it all the way in the backcourt. And Hunter will run it down and bring the ball up. With a left-hand dribble on the left wing. Guides Perry down through a couple of screens. Hunter keeps the dribble. Robinson trying to double. They get it to Perry in the right corner. Up to the high post. A little contact as Koski went for the poke. One minute to go. Still dribbling. And five-second count. Should have expired. They get it into the right-hand corner to Mohammed. Mohammed starts to drive, cut off by Techmeyer. Good defense for Carney, but then they call too much defense, and Techmeyer is going to be called for the foul. That'll be the first on Jake, the sixth team foul. So once again, the Lynx will have to throw it in. 50 seconds to go in the first half, and they'll bring another slasher in in Keyshawn Jenkins and bring the big fella, Boomer Jock, out. They really haven't done anything with Jock offensively he's been really good defensively his only bucket was on a putback and from a midcourt lob the layup was missed well set up there and the layup was missed by Muhammad and Robinson will grab his seventh rebound and Carney will try and go quickly to Coster underneath but Techmeyer's pass is deflected away Bearcats turn it over and then Coster might have just been called for his second foul running over Jenkins sprinting down the floor second on Cannon so he and Clevenger each have two. And Coach Baranek going to leave Coster in there, anticipating that they'll get the ball back here, probably hold for the last shot after the free throws for Keyshawn Jenkins, who's got five points, front end of the one-and-one. One. On the way, no good. Robinson grabs his eighth rebound of the half, and they'll get it to Clevenger. And a chance to take the lead here on what should be the final possession of the first half, 30 seconds to go. Carney's not dribbling out clock. They're running a play. Costa on the left wing, 22 seconds. Wants to take his man, gets bumped, fadeaway jumper, no good. Robinson had it for a moment off the knee of somebody. It's picked up there by the Bearcats. Koski trying to find somebody to get it to. The ball's loose, out of bounds. And they're going to give it to Lincoln High with 10 seconds to go. And now you probably get Costa out of there. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Barth is going to come in. Costa will check out with 10 seconds to go. Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up. And Lincoln High is going to have the lead here over the sixth-ranked Bearcats unless something foolish happens. They'll get it into Hunter. You know what he's going to do. He's just driving, driving, driving around Barth. Layup no good. Rebound by Robinson from half court. Schwartz lets it go, and that is the end of the first half of play. Carney High trailing on the road to Lincoln High, 24-23. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on ESPN Radio. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, 
See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. It is time for the Ravetta Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravetta Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravetta Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. And at the half, Lincoln High leads Kearney High 24-23. to Early in this afternoon, the Kearney High girls snapped their four-game losing streak with a 41-38 win over the Lynx, and joining us is head coach Jason Boyd. But, Coach, it was anything but easy. Lincoln High, even though we, we made a lot of their nine wins not being against anybody with a winning record, uh, they came out and you gave them a little momentum, and they kind of fed off that. Yeah, we gave we gave. Well, I, don't know, I don't know if you gave them. Maybe they earned the momentum. <laughs> well, but. we no, I, I think we – a little. I think we gave them some momentum. I mean, I think we were careless with the ball early. I mean, I think our first maybe five or so possessions were turnovers. Um, I, I don't know why. I mean, I, I thought a lot of them were unforced, to be honest with you. Um, and we, we got to do a better job starting games. We've been having a hard time with it. We talked about it yesterday. So, um, you know, I'm thinking about our conversation yesterday in the first quarter. Like, do I call one? Do I call one? I kept asking my assistants, do I call one? It's 6-2 early. Do I call one? Um, and uh, didn't real early. And, and finally we hit a couple shots and then got back in it a little bit. And, and uh, you know, and we're ahead at halftime, so that was good. And the start of the third quarter wasn't good again. Um, don't know why that is. It seems like we're just really having a lot of spurts, you know. Too many of those kind of scoreless droughts. Um, and then all of a sudden we start hitting some shots and we have some spurts where we're scoring too. So just more consistency. I, I, you know, we're trying to get that a little bit. Going back on what you were talking about last night, and I guess you can only you could probably tell us what the sense was in the locker room. I kind of thought that maybe they were they were trying so hard to get off to a good start that they were making passes in the first five minutes, four minutes that that they hadn't been making the last time. Any did, did you see that at all? Yeah, I don't. I mean, it could get in your head. I mean, that could be part of it. Um, I thought Lincoln High was really tough for us to get stops on, um, just playing any normal defense. I mean, if you two three zone them normally, I know eleven didn't have much tonight, but. They're two guards, 20 and 11. They they usually hit, and they hit them from deep. And so we didn't hope we could just normal zone them. Hard to man them because 30 is just about impossible to stop inside with her size. I mean, she's 6'2", and she has moves. She can just turn and shoot right over the top of us. Um, and so, you know, we, we thought, hey, our girls really wanted to press and trap, press and trap early, and we just weren't getting much out of it. Uh, finally, fourth quarter, we just went to a, kind of a dual, little junk defense kind of basically two in a one one zone and three manned up that's pretty much what we did and kind of left um left a couple girls on the perimeter and just and 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 it took us a while because at first we were running at those girls on the perimeter that we were leaving when they got the ball I'm like they're not shooters stay you know give them space and then finally we started doing a better job with that 
supposed to double 30 inside every time she touched it. And then, then they, they kind of start. We started getting stops, finally. I mean, it was just hard to get stops. We finally started getting some stops against them. I think that was the key to the game. Part of it, obviously, the turnovers, as you said, allowed them to get some points. And uh, your defense uh, got better, as you said, as the game moved along here. As you, and as you also said, and I kind of tongue-in-cheeked it, I don't know, uh, 25 points in, you know, 24 minutes. And then you score 10 points in two minutes to start the fourth quarter. And it seems like that happens almost every game for you guys. Even at halftime, I said, they're ahead. Second half's been their half. Even in these four losses, you played pretty good ball in the second half. So that didn't happen out of the (laughs) gate. But in the fourth quarter, you just came out blazing. Is it simply hitting shots or was there something else? Well, they were zoning. Um, And and they're hard. I mean, they got 30 inside that every time she's going to block our shot. I mean, if you get it inside, if you can't go up quick enough before she's there, we're going to struggle. And so... You know, with their zone, we knew we had to hit shots. You know, Mariah, Mariah had an off night. She's been a great shooter for us all year. She had an off night um, shooting the ball, and, and Kelsey hit a few that were huge. You're right. We hit some shots, and then Alexis hit that one up top, too. Yeah. Um, I think those were huge for us. To, to be honest, I told Alexis after the game, I think she had 16. I thought that was it was a quiet 16. It's nice to be a sophomore. I told her it's nice to be able to do that. Yeah. To be to that point already, I said that's, that's a good thing because I had no idea she had 16. I think she scored a little bit early in the game. Um, and then hit that big three uh, late. Kelsey hit a big three late. Um, she, I think she had a few for us tonight. So those were big. But you're right. We just hit some shots against the 2-3 zone, to be honest with you. Um, but it was just tough to score inside all night. Um, if 30 was just helping around the rim, you know, we, we were running some sets to try to score inside. We got a couple, but most of the time she was waiting for us. Yeah. And so you got to have some kids step up and hit some shots. Thought Claire uh, Vanderbeek did a good job. I mean, we, we had her down there. That helped us a lot uh, in in our in our um, in our jump defense. We were playing a little bit. I thought Addie Wood gave us some good minutes, and especially in the first half, got some steals and hands on stuff yeah. too. And so uh, those kids off the bench did a good job for us tonight. And we found a way. wasn't pretty at all. I mean, we didn't. I don't. I don't feel like we played really that great. Um, we had some stretches where we scored a little bit, but um, we needed a win for sure. Yeah. And and hopefully the torture chamber is over, but. You do go home for the rivalry games this next week with Hastings and Grand Island. Yeah, yeah. You hope your kids are up for those games for sure. Um, Hastings, very physical defensive team, very physical. Um, I mean, they hold teams, and teams have a hard time scoring on them a lot, which, you know, we hope we can turn them over a little bit. That's kind of the the plan for them. And then Grand Island, obviously, um, you know, is just a big rival for us too. And and they're a lot better than they've been. Mm -hmm. They're athletic. They're long. Going to be another team that might be tough for us to score on a little bit. Uh, But our girls will definitely definitely be up for those games. All right, Coach, we'll see you Tuesday night. Thank you, Doug. That's Jason Boyd, head coach of the Carney Lady Bearcats. They win it tonight. 41-38, 41-38, to 38, scoring the first 10 points of the fourth quarter after being down by five. And they were led by Alexis Mishu with 16 and Kelsey Clark with 10. 24-23, Bearcats trailing here at halftime of the boys' game. We'll give you the numbers and start the second half in a minute. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection 
claim service second to none. And if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Welcome back to Lincoln High with our producer-engineer, Billy Thompson, Doug Duda. Let's take a look at the numbers I have at halftime of the boys' game. For Lincoln High, three turnovers in the first quarter, six in the second, so they have a total of nine but they were held to just six points in the second quarter, so 24 points. They have hit the boards fairly well. They have 24 points, 13 rebounds. They are two of three from the free throw line, two of five from three-point land, a couple of blocks in those nine turnovers. Jalen Hunter, all nine points were in the first quarter, and he leads them. Two for Jahan Muhammad, five for Keyshawn Jenkins, two for Jaden Horton. He's got a block, and Morgan Perry has four. Boomer Chalk has two. For Carney High, seven turnovers. They scored 11 in the first quarter, 12 in the second. They have a total of 23 points, 14 rebounds. Ten of those belong to Shiloh Robinson. They are six of eight at the free throw line. They are just three of nine so far from three-point land, and only three players have scored for the Bearcats. Two points for Jake Techmeyer. Six points for Shiloh Robinson and 15 points for Cannon Coster. So Cannon had a ton in the second half last night with 22, and he gets 15 here in the first half. So Carney's got to find some other ways to score the basketball and avoid the upset here, going for their ninth consecutive win. And I was talking with uh, Doug Coster. He says that no Carney High team has ever won nine games in a row. So let's see if Carney High can win the second half. And win the ball game again last year. Carney at home beat Lincoln High 80 to 78. So it was a struggle, but they scored a lot of points. Here it's a struggle, and we're not scoring a lot of points. Carney will get the ball to start the third quarter. They'll go back to our lob to Coster. He missed the dunk, but he got the rebound, powers it back up, and it spins off again. A rebound brought down by Jaden Horton, and that is the way it is gone here. And as we go the other way, we've got a charging foul on Morgan Perry. That's a couple of charges. Uh, Hunter has one. Now Perry has one that's his first. But for all the points they're getting off that dribble drive, I would take the couple of charges that they have right now. 24-23, Carney trails. And, boy, they had that set up for the backdoor lob. They've done that a few times with Coach Moronic last year. They did it quite a bit. Robinson on the low block, kicks it back out top. Techmeyer, top of the key, three all the way around and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Muhammad. And here comes Lincoln High. Muhammad starts down the right side of the lane, then dribbles it back out, guarded by Cannon Coster. Trying to post up is Santa Stephen. Remember, he was down the whole second quarter with a couple of fouls. So let's see how that helps. He'll dish it off and driving in and missing the layup. Jaden Horton, he got by all the traffic and then jammed it into the crease between the rim and the glass, and Shiloh Robinson gets his 11th rebound of the game. Carney High will get it to Robinson on the right block. He faces the hoop, tries to make a move, has to kick it out. Open Clevenger for the three, and finally, the Bearcats are back on top. Just the fourth player to score here for Carney High. Trey Clevenger knocks down the three, and the Bearcats on top, 26-24. Now can their defense help them out? Hunter in the backcourt. 
against that zone trap. Gets it into the front court. Now in the corner to Perry. He'll try and answer with a three. It's no good. Rebound. Muhammad has it blocked in there by Cannon Coster. Ball is loose on the floor, and we're going to get a foul as Lincoln High will go to the line. And Trey Clevenger picks up his third personal foul. A couple of those have just been in scrap situations. Coach Baranek going to leave him in there for a moment. Well, now Schwartz comes to the bench, so he is going to check in for him. And that will bring Clevenger out with 6-19 to go in the third quarter. The first free throw by Santa Stephen is up and in. That's his first point of the game. The second free throw is no good. Schwartz gets the rebound, quickly looks down the floor, but there was nowhere to go, so he hits the trailer, Coster. Perry gets a hand on him and won't let him shoot the three. So the reverse it to Techmeyer. Dribbles to the right elbow. Nice bounce pass underneath the shallow. Robinson of the reverse layup is good. Beautiful assist for Techmeyer and Robinson now with eight points in the game. And it is 28-25. And at the other end, taking it in is Jalen Hunter for his 11th point. Now Robinson at the other end. Another reverse layup up and in. So Carney runs it early. And they are up 30-27. to 27. Outlet pass, Lincoln High, out of bounds. This is how you get an 80-78 to 78 game. You need a shot clock of about six seconds for those last two possessions. And Lincoln High turns it over for the first time in the half. That gives them 10 here in the basketball game. 30-27, to 27, though. Carney has got the lead now here in the third quarter of play. Trying to extend it. Koski looking for the back cut, but Lincoln High is aware of it and covers Techmeyer on his way through the paint. Out to Schwartz. Schwartz right side to Koski. They're looking for Koster, who pops up top. Now deep in the right-hand corner, Techmeyer. Robinson tries to post up. Shiloh on a little pick and roll. Kicks it into the corner, though, to Schwartz. Good defense by the Lynx, and the ball gets batted away. Lincoln High comes up with a basketball. They'll get it up ahead for the layup, and Perry had it bounce around. No good, boy. Don't know why that didn't go in. Rebound brought down by Ryan Koski. Up ahead to Koster. Koster forces the issue and draws the charge, and that is the third on Cannon Coster and something to watch here as we look at our seeds to success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners Craig Weeches and Todd Travis your local Pioneer Seed dealers where can growers turn for the latest weather market updates and agronomy information that gets the most out of every acre it's easy pioneer.com and your mobile pioneer.com on your smartphone the great seeds to success for a better yield start with Pioneer and Cannon Coster checks out. Baseball pass to try and break the press. Techmeyer knocks it away. Almost had the steal. Barth comes in. Where does Carney find their offense now? They'll be looking at Shiloh Robinson on the post, I would think exclusively, and maybe Jake Techmeyer to bury some outside shots. But right now, Hunter pulls up from 16, and it's all twine. Jalen Hunter with back-to-back buckets. He leads the team with 13. It's a one-point game again as Schwartz Pushes the ball up the floor. Carney doesn't like to slow it down, but you might now with Coster on the bench shorten the game a little bit. You wish you had a little more of a cushion. There's Robinson on the block, and he got fouled. Wave off the made bucket, trying to get off the screen, and we might have a bloody nose. And that's Hunter. Hunter was trying to get over there and help. And he might have bit his lip. I hope it's not bad like a tooth. This is not his nose. He's going to come out of the basketball game, and they're going to get right after that. That is not good. I mean, it's not horrible, hopefully, but he has definitely bit his lip and bleeding, and that's when he commits the foul. Inbounds pass, trying to lob it back door to Robinson. It went over his head, but good hustle there by Barth to run it down. 
Back to Shiloh on the right block. Spins, gets it over to Techmeyer in the left corner. Drives into the double team, up to Schwartz for three. Carson, no good. Rebound, fought for. Nice job to save it for the Bearcats. There is Brant Barth. And then he kicks it out to Robinson, who pretends he's a point guard and travels with a basketball. We've seen Shiloh make some nifty moves dribbling the ball. But more times than not, that's not what they're asking him to do. As Boomer Jock, the 6'5 sophomore, is back in for Lincoln High. He has done a really good job defensively on Shiloh, but right now the Lynx have the ball. Midway through the third quarter, it's been a battle. 30-29, Carney High has a one-point lead. Going for their ninth straight win for Lincoln High, they have dropped four in a row. Thinking about the three, Muhammad now puts the ball on the floor. Bumps off Techmeyer, comes into the right-hand corner with a basketball. Decides to dish it underneath the Jenkins. Turnaround jumper, no good. Rebound brought down by Robinson. But they call the foul on Barth, and it will stay with Lincoln High. That'll be the second on Barth, and it will be Lincoln ball underneath their own hoop, looking for the lead. Throw it out on the wing to Perry. This is KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings. Starting the dribble drive, Muhammad. Back out top. You're also listening online to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. A little more patience here right now for the Lynx trying to take the lead. Out on the wing with it is Jenkins. Jenkins dribbles all the way out top. All the way to the right. Hands it off to Perry. Perry sees a seam. Drives, dishes it underneath. Nice move, but Robinson blocks the shot of Jaden Horton. He got inside Robinson, but Robinson reached over the top and blocked it from behind his second block of the game. Here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth, local people, local decisions, local ownership. Carney High trying to get the win, but Lincoln High making it tough. And Koski gets in the passing lane and steals the basketball away. Bearcats want to run. Up ahead to Barth. He lost the handle. It's going to be picked back up by Perry. And then Barth will get the ball back from Koski on the steal. Underneath Techmeyer, layup, no good. And he draws the foul. We had three turnovers in 10 seconds there, and Carney High finally ends up going to the line. Foul will be on Boomer Jock, his second, third team foul of the half. We're even at three on the team fouls, and Jake Techmeyer, quiet night for Jake. He's got just two points, and his first free throw attempt is good. And Carney finally moves their side of the scoreboard. Techmeyer had seven last night, but they were in the first half, so only one bucket in the last five quarters for Jake. Highly unusual, but he does step up and bury both free throws. 32-29 Bearcats, 2.45 to go third quarter here on ESPN. Dribble, drive, jump shot, Horton, no good. Tip, out of bounds, off the links, crashing into the bench over there is Keyshawn Jenkins. Nobody's sitting in the front row on the far sideline, though. And Carney High playing with Cannon Coster on the bench with three fouls for about the last two minutes here. Carson Schwartz just brings it across the timeline, dribbles in place on the high 1-4, lobs it into Robinson, but it was too deep. He grabbed it, but he was underneath the hoop, kicks it back out. Now Koski drives out to Barth, around him on the baseline to Koski. Ryan is fouled. Oh, a travel called. I didn't see that one, but Carney High gives the basketball up for the fourth time in the quarter. 
And Lincoln High up the floor they come. Lincoln had 18 points in the first quarter. They've been held to just 11 since then. Six in the second and only five here in the third. Carney should be thankful that their defense has given them the lead. With the basketball is Horton. Jaden starts to drive on the left baseline, kicks it out top to Perry. Perry in the paint to Jock. Jock with a one-hand move around Robinson and scored. First time that they've actually set Boomer Jock up in the half court, and he's able to hit it. I think he caught Shiloh a little surprise surprise there. 32-31, Cats. Minute 40 to go. Up top, they get it into Robinson now on the lob, and he's fouled. Schwartz on the lob inside. Jock was there, but I think they're going to call the foul on Jenkins, and that is exactly where it is. Keyshawn with his first foul of the game, and Shiloh will go to the line. Two of two, ten points in the game. He's got 11 boards and two blocks, and the free throw is too strong. So the Bearcat offense, both girls and boys, struggling mightily here this afternoon at Lincoln High. Second free throw, Robinson. And it hits the front of the rim, but crawls over and in. Five and a quarter, 11 in the game for Shiloh. Bearcats 33, Lincoln High 31. A minute and a half remains here in the third quarter of play on ESPN Radio. Link's working around to Hunter. Hunter gets it into the corner to Horton. Carney High zoning it up. As we said at the top of the broadcast, they don't like to do that. But with the foul situation, this seems to be working. And with Lincoln High taking him to the hoop one-on-one in the first quarter, They decided that maybe a little more zone is the key. Hunter gets it over to Perry, staying outside the arc, working on Techmeyer. Perry starts right, dribbles behind the back, and fires it into the left-hand corner to Jenkins. One minute to go here in the third quarter. Get it inside. Horton tries to dish it off to Jock. It's too congested. The ball is batted away, and Barth gets the steal. I'll tell you what, give credit to Barth. He has done very well since coming in for Coster. And he has it in the right-hand corner. Back up top over to Techmeyer. The pass is tipped out of bounds by Hunter. 44 seconds remaining here in quarter number three. A lot of up and down and not a lot of scoring here in the third quarter. Carney ball at half court. They'll get it to Techmeyer. 40 seconds. Short pass on the right elbow to Koski. Looks for the cutter. Robinson covered. Gets it to Techmeyer. He spins. He lost the handle. It ends up in Shiloh's hands, though. And he lays it up and in. A little luck. Never hurt anybody. And Carney High up by four with 30 seconds to go here in the third. Robinson with a big third quarter. Seven points. 13 overall. Hunter dribbling in place as Lincoln High will look for the last shot. So Carney trail at the end of the first and the second. They will have the lead going into the fourth here. But by how many? They just let Hunter dribble the ball down to seven. Finally starts to move off the screen. He just pops the three. It is no good. Rebound brought down by the Bearcats. From three-quarter court, the shot would count, but it's off the mark. And Brant Barth was the one that picked up the rebound. At the end of three-quarters of play here in the Capital City, Kearney High 35, Lincoln High 31. At Hastings College, there are only 12 students to each professor. We don't have 300-seat lecture halls. So you get to be you, not a number. Hastings College is a great place. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week, covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska. Whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. 
Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And welcome back to Lincoln High School with our producer-engineer, Billy Thompson. I'm Doug Duda, heading to the fourth quarter of play. Carney High outscored Lincoln High 12-7 in the third quarter and have a 35-31 lead. Cannon Coster did not score in the quarter, only played about half of it after getting his third foul, but he's back in there. He leads the way with 15. Shiloh Robinson picked up the slack. He had seven in the quarter. He's got 13. The rest of the team has seven. Lincoln High basketball almost stolen away to start the fourth quarter. And finally, they parry, lobs it over. Carney High now out of defensive positioning, and the jump shot from 10 is good by Jaden Horton. They were so close on about three passes to the steal, and then they were just as they would say in volleyball, out of rotation. Out top with it is going to be Coster. Left side of the key. Bounce pass down to Robinson. Makes his move to the paint. Goes backside to Koski. His floater off the glass is good. Ryan Koski with his first bucket of the ball game. 37-33 in favor of Carney High. For Lincoln High, they are led by Jalen Hunter with 13. Inside they get it. And the ball blocked out of bounds from Santa Stephen by Shiloh Robinson. That'll be his third. And it will be on the baseline for the Lynx. Looking to throw it into Santa Stephen. He gets it, backs it on Robinson. Robinson hangs in there. They called Shiloh for the foul. Robinson, his first personal foul, will put them at the line. Three fouls on Coster and Clevenger. And the referee has some words for Coach Baronic about something that happened at the other end. And the free throw is up and no good for Santa Steven. He has just one point on three free throw attempts. And you just get the sense right now, Carney trying to survive and get out of here with a W. Second free throw, Santa Steven short, and Koski will grab the rebound. He'll give it off to Carson Schwartz, who brings it across the timeline and gives it to Koster. And he didn't want anything to do with it, so we give it to Tech Meyer and get the offense set up. A little low 1-4, popping out left elbow. Coster, they clear it out one-on-one. His pass is going to be knocked away, but Hunter couldn't control it. Boy, Hunter was off to the races for a sure two. And somehow that slippery orange peel just got him. And the Bearcats will continue with the basketball. 37-33. Carney High just trying to find some offense here. It's really slowed down. Coster, open three, passes on it. Guarded by Horton. That's the been the matchup. Down low, they double Robinson. He kicks it back to Schwartz, up top to Koski, swings it right side. Robinson really working hard down low on Santa Steven. But Santa Steven is hanging in there. Carlos not giving up any ground. Good defense here by Lincoln High. Minute 40 gone in the fourth quarter. 37-33 Bearcats. Each team has scored here in the first 90 seconds. Then Hunter picks the pocket of Schwartz. Headed the other way. Stops and lets the traffic go by and knocks it down. 15 points for Jalen Hunter. And it's a two-point basketball game on the 12th turnover of the afternoon for Carney High. Coster, they need to get him going again. If that's going to be the offense, get him the basketball. Over on the left wing. They get it to the high post. Koski passes up on one, gets it underneath Techmeyer, and Jake 
will get the left-hand layup. 39-35 with 5.40 to go here in the basketball game. Don't forget Carney and Hastings Tuesday night here on ESPN beginning at 6. Here's Perry. Starts to drive. Oh, he carried the ball. Then as he comes in, Techmeyer picks the pocket and gets the steal. So Jake scores, gets the steal. Might have to use a timeout. And they will get a timeout. Jake had used his dribble on the baseline. At least he thought he did. He's asking the ref if indeed he had. Nonetheless, we're going to get a timeout here by Carney High. 5.21 to go in the ball game. Carney has the ball on a 39-35 lead over Lincoln High. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. And welcome back to Lincoln High School as we have 520 remaining in our boys contest and the girls contest. Carney won at 41-38. Boys lead at 39-35, but it has been a battle. Carney High spreading the floor here against the Lincoln High man-to-man. Coster puts it on the floor, takes it at Horton. One-hand jumper, no good. Putback, though, is good. So Coster and Robinson have had a lot of offensive putbacks in the ball game in the lead up to six, which equals the largest lead of the game for Carney. And now a turnover as Lincoln High throws it into the backcourt. It will be an over and back. But again, Cannon Coster came out, nailed two threes to start the game. Carney's up 6-0. Let's go. Nope, it's 7-7. Next thing you know, it's 18-11 Lincoln High at the end of the first quarter. Then Carney switches the defense. And it has slowed them down. They managed only 13 points in the next two quarters combined. So it's 41-35. Bearcats now have taken the lead by six. And Carney High ball underneath their own hoop. Coach Noble wanted to talk about something with the referee, maybe the possession arrow. I don't know. Now we're finally ready to go. So Techmeyer to throw it in. Tries to go backside to Coster, and it's knocked away out of bounds by Santa Stephen. 4.50 remains when we're done. The New West postgame show here on ESPN. Final stats, a quick chat with Coach Baronic, and then back west to Bearcat land. Inbounds pass comes to uh, Koski. Drake Baronic actually setting at the end of the bench. Kind of a couple of players down. and He usually stands and walks, and as we say that, he does, but He's kind of stayed at the end of the bench a little bit more here in this second half. Coster up top. Again, one-on-one. Decides he's going to take it to the rack and lays it over the front of the rim and in. 19 for Cannon Coster. The largest lead of the afternoon for the Bearcats, 43-35. Now can Lincoln finally get something going? They have 18 points in the first quarter, 17 total since then. 
Perry pulls up from 15. It's no good. Ball deflected off the links and out of bounds. Lincoln High lost by four to Southeast. They lost by four to Benson. They lost by six to Lincoln Southeast the first time that they played in the holiday tournament. So they have some close losses and a 10-second count. Carney High was trying to get the timeout called, and Drake Baronic got to be careful. Don't want to give up the technical here. Kind of stomped the feet there a little bit. He was trying to get the timeout as Carney High wasn't even close to breaking the 10-second line and now 13 turnovers. 43-35, another opportunity. Muhammad has it out top to Horton, fakes the three, drives into the paint, no crease. Back out to Muhammad. They need to get the ball to their shooters, though. Muhammad, spin move, 360. Coster makes him eat it. Lincoln High picks up the loose ball. Good shot in there, Santa Steven. It won't go. And the rebound brought down by Shiloh Robinson. And here comes Lincoln High defensively. Muhammad tries to pick Coster's pocket, almost did. Cannon picks it up, and now Carney will get the timeout. So with 3.28 remaining in a basketball game, the Bearcats will call their third timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with the score. Bearcats 43, the Lynx 35. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Down to the final three and a half here in our boys' Saturday afternoon contest. Carney High facing some zone pressure in the backcourt from Lincoln High, and they're able to break the press. Koski goes up and takes it. Now dribbles between the double team. His pass deflected away by Muhammad. Clevenger picks it up, nearly walked, handed it off. Wouldn't have been surprised had they called the walk. It was touchy. Techmeyer between the circles. One on one. Both teams, two fouls to give here. Possession arrow points the way of Carney High. Coster starts to drive multiple head fakes and then nails the seven-footer. Six in the quarter, 21 in the game, and the Bearcats are now up by 10, trying to get just enough cushion to put this away as Hunter takes it at Clevenger. Clevenger won't let him get the shot away, dishes it off to Horton, and Horton is going to be fouled by Shiloh Robinson. Second on Shiloh. Free throws coming up here. For Horton, who has four points, has not been to the line as a team. Lincoln High is three of seven at the charity stripe. Carney is nine of 12. 244 remains, and the Lynx need some free throws. They need some points. They have four points in the quarter. Free throw good. The UNK men's basketball team trying to win just like the women did. It's a close one with nine minutes to go. The Lopers up 69-65. The women 170 to 58 this afternoon. Second free throw for Horton is up and no good. And Robinson has to really put the paw out there to corral his 13th rebound. Trouble in the backcourt for Carney, and they're going to call a turnover. 
Mohammed has really been up on there. Wanting a foul, it didn't come the way of the Bearcats. Now Schwartz will come in and Clevenger will check out. 2.38 remains. And the Hastings College men down one with 10 seconds to go fall to Dakota Wesley, and it just went final, 84-79. Hunter on the inbounds, nails the three. The first three since the first quarter for Lincoln High, and now it's 45-39, and a blocking foul going to be called on Lincoln High as Cannon Coster brought it up the floor. Jaden Horton with his first, fifth team foul. Team fouls even at five apiece, so no free throws yet. And Lincoln High trying to get the right personnel on the floor. Hastings women were a winner earlier today in a top 10 matchup at Dakota Wesleyan. Right now, Carney basketball, man-to-man for Lincoln High. Bearcats looking for their ninth straight win, which would be a school record, we're told. Six-point lead. Techmeyer in the left-hand corner, and Muhammad just comes out and fouls him. That's what the coaches were telling him to do. First on Muhammad, sixth team foul. But again, if you're going to foul, at least go for the ball. You never know. Go for the ball. Don't just reach out and grab somebody. That's too easy for the ref that way. Inbounds pass will come to Carson Schwartz on the left side of the key. Get it in the hands of Coster. Lincoln High pokes at the basketball. And a little too much body. Going to be called on Jaden Horton. That'll be his second, and Cannon Coster will go to the free throw line here to shoot some free throws. So far in the game, Coster is four of six. That was all back in the first half of play. And checking back in, Aiden Glenn for Lincoln High. Coster now ready to put the free throw up. Front end of the one and one is good. No problem for Coster. Seven in the quarter, 22 in the game. 46-39 with 2.02 remaining. Second free throw now for Coster. On the way and in. So Cannon with eight in the quarter, 23 in the game, 47-39. Quickly up the floor comes Perry. Almost throws the ball away by half court. Just grabbed there by Horton. He hands it off to Hunter. He wants to take him one-on-one. They try to double him. Techmeyer reaches in and fouled him. He reached in to poke the ball away and committed the personal foul, which is only the sixth, and so Lincoln High has to go through this whole thing again. Carney High is a 69% free throw shooting team, by the way. Coster 78%. As the inbounds pass comes to Muhammad, 145 to go. Out top to Glenn. He's not going to be the shooter. To Muhammad, sees his crease, takes it into the paint. We're going to get a hand check foul. Wave off the bucket. Lincoln would have rather had the bucket. Now they've got to earn it with a one-and-one. Carson Schwartz will commit his second personal foul. And at the line, Jihad Muhammad. He is two for two at the line. He has only two points of the basketball game. Clevenger comes back in for the Bearcats. And Schwartz is out. So the original five starters on the floor for Coster, Robinson, Clevenger, Koski, and Techmeyer. And the free throw, Mohammed is good. He was a little worried when he let it go, used the body language, but it's in. 47-40 Bearcats, 140 to go here. Second free throw, it's good. 
And another substitution here. Jenkins will come in and take Perry out. Carney up by six. Looks like it's going to be a lot of free throw shooting here down the stretch. They'll let Koski have it. He'll give it right back to Techmeyer. They try to clear it out. Jake will bring it up the floor with a left-hand dribble. Kicks it over to Koski. Still in the backcourt. Fires in the frontcourt. Koster now at three on two. Cannon gives it to Shiloh, who dunks it. Shiloh Robinson with the two-hand dunk. The ball got kicked away, so they'll stop play. But Koster with the dish. Robinson with the deal. And it's 49-41. Both teams want to sub again. 125 to go. 49-41. Bearcats. 11-4. Trying to get to 12-4. With Hastings and Grand Island coming in next week. And it'll be Hunter to take the inbounds pass across the timeline. Will they be shooting threes? They get it over to Horton. One-on-one. Ball knocked away by Koski, but Horton grabbed it back. Then Robinson dives on the floor. They're going to call Shiloh for the foul. That'll be his third. And a one-and-one coming up. And Coach Baronic saying, don't dive on the floor. That would be against his, against his maybe don't foul, not as far as to don't dive on the floor, because that is his M.O. Clevenger back in. Him and Barth and Schwartz have kind of been a merry-go-round of substitutions here the last 60 seconds. And Jaden Horton to shoot a one-and-one. He's one of two at the line. He's got five points. Bearcats up by eight with 1.14 to go. Horton's free throw on the way. It is good. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up when we are done. Second free throw. On the way, and it's off the front of the rim. No good. Ball's batted away. We're going to get a jump or a foul. Going to get a jump. Arrow points the way of Carney. Two referees kind of discussed it real quickly. Ryan Koski got the rebound. 1-11 to go. And then, once we're over, we're headed back to Kearney. Got a little fundraiser going on at Fanatics tonight for the Russ Heemstra family. It gets underway here at about 6 o'clock. Games, fun, food. Russ is uh, going through some cancer treatment. Some folks may know Russ as their friends. Some folks from around the area may know Russ as a basketball official. Um, You may know him for a whole bunch of other reasons, but uh, he's been going through a little throat cancer, and Koster turns the basketball over here. So we're back to action. Three-pointer Perry. It's off the mark. No good. Would have made it a four-point game. Rebound brought down by Koski with a minute to go. So, again, if you want to hit the fundraiser, it's all night, starting here at about 6 o'clock at Fanatics. And they will foul Cannon Koster, Aiden Glenn, with his third. And Cannon that's at the line to shoot the one-and-one. But Bearcats now, if they can just salt down maybe a couple more, this one's going to be over. Checking out. Lincoln High will rotate back in, Hunter. With 52 seconds to go, a grinder today. McCarney High... Looks like they're going to get a school record ninth win. Free throw up, and it is good for Cannon Coster. And if he hits this one, he'll have 10 in the quarter and 25 in the game after getting 28 last night. And if he makes it, Barth is coming in. But he missed it off the rim three times, and then it goes in. How about four bounces off that with the soft touch? Cannon Coster, who moved into the top 10 all-time scorers at Kearney High this afternoon or this weekend. 51-42, quickly up the floor with it is Hunter. 
He'll take it all the way to the right block, tries the behind-the-back dribble, and it's going to be taken by Carney High. And as Techmeyer grabs it, he falls down. They're going to call the travel. Now the officials are going to discuss exactly what they have. Probably going to get a jump ball, and it'll be Lincoln High ball. They're calling in the third official. I think you just have a difference of opinion here, so call it a jump, let Lincoln High have it, and we move on. I don't think there's any way Carney can get the ball here. And that's what they're going to do, jump ball. There was no way you could give Carney High the ball there after they blew the whistle. 45 seconds to go in the game. 51-42, Carney. Lincoln High ball underneath their own hoop. Jalen Hunter to throw it in. Watch him on the three coming right back. They run him off a couple of screens. Mohammed drives, though, runs over Techmeyer. His shot no good. Bodies on the floor. Robinson grabs the rebound. Out to Coster. They foul him. 35 to go. Cannon Coster will get a chance to add to his game-high point total. Lincoln High will fall to 5-12. and 12. And for Lincoln High, they're off until next week, Friday. They go to Lincoln East, another state-rated team. They're back home next Saturday against Omaha South. Coster, front end of the one-and-one again. On the way, it's good, and that should do it. Bearcats up by four possessions now. A 10-point game, 52-42, to which equals the largest lead of the game. Carney was down one at the half, down seven after one. Second free throw on the way, no good. And the rebound brought down by the Lynx and Horton. They'll push the ball up the floor. Hunter. Hunter pulls up for the three. On the way, no good. Rebound grabbed by Koski. And Lincoln High, will they foul? They get it to Koster. He's waiting to be fouled, and he is with 21 seconds to go. And now we're in the double bonus. So two free throws coming up for Cannon. 52-42. Carney High. Going to go to 12-4 and four on the season, and they'll be home Tuesday against Hastings here on ESPN, and then Grand Island on Friday night. Free throw on the way, Coster good, and no need to hide the fact, because we are covering the Lou Platt and Fort Kearney Conference tournaments next weekend, we will not have the Bearcat games Friday and Saturday against GI and Papio South, but we've had about... All the other ones, and we'll have more following that. Second free throw, no good. Rebound brought down by Aiden Glenn. Hunter trying to find his way to the hoop. Techmeyer making it tough on him. Hunter's shot, no good. Koski with the rebound. Lincoln High should just let him dribble it out here, but they won't. We get a jump. It's still Carney basketball. Did we get a timeout? Looks like we got a timeout first by Carney. Seven seconds remain in the game. And the score, 53-42, Bearcats. This time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Team is eager to serve your livestock production needs. Hello, this is Cody Heinrich. With winter in full swing, now is the time to start thinking about your spring mineral, livestock supplements, and equipment needs. Our Aurora team focuses on a personalized approach for your operation that includes customized ration balancing that works for you. Contact me or your local Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutritionist to learn more and take advantage of our early mineral and supplement booking programs. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, and your future. Again, we want to congratulate the Carney Bearcats that are going to sign their national letters of intent on Wednesday, including Joaquin Robinson and Ryan Koski here on the basketball team. Seven seconds to go. Baseball pass to Shiloh Robinson at the other end. He goes in. He wanted to dunk it, but he had a man on him, and it's no good. Goes high in the air. Muhammad with the rebound. Gets the three at the horn. This basketball game is over. The final score. 
Carney High, 53. Lincoln High, 42. We'll be back with the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this timeout on ESPN Radio. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine. South Central Avenue, Carney. And welcome back to Lincoln High School. It's time now for the new S Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The Bearcats once again had a little bit of a struggle and battle with Lincoln High. Last year it was 80 to 78. Tonight it was a little more defensive, and Carney pulls away for a 53-42 victory. Let's go ahead and take a look at the final numbers of the basketball game. First off, for Lincoln High, it was Jalen Hunter, 18 points. When he was going, they were in the game. He had nine in the first quarter. Then he picked up his second foul. They put him on the bench. He didn't score again in the second quarter, and that really, at that point, just kind of strained their offense because after getting 18 points in the first quarter, the Lynx had 13 total in the second and third. So 18 points, two rebounds for Hunter. Jahad Muhammad, four points, four rebounds, all from the line. Carlos Santa Steven, 1.1 rebound. Keyshawn Jenkins, five points and a rebound. Jaden Horton, six points, five rebounds and a block. Morgan Perry, four points and a rebound. Aiden Glenn had a rebound. And Boomer Jack, four points, four rebounds and a block shot. Lincoln High had 24 points in the first half, 18 in the second half, and they are held to just 42 points tonight. That is one of their lowest outputs of the year, 39 a couple of times against Elkhorn South and Omaha Central in the month of December, and then the 42. They had 19 rebounds. They were 7 of 13 from the free throw line, 3 of 11 from three-point land, two blocks, and 15 turnovers. Lincoln High now 5 and 12, and they will be at Lincoln East Friday and host Omaha South Saturday. We'll look at the Bearcat numbers and talk with head coach Drake Baronic right after this timeout. Community is a place that means coming together, a place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm. The day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. 
Visit nefb.org to learn more. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Now let's take a look at the final numbers for the Carney High Bearcats. Only the five starters scored in the ball game tonight. Highly unusual, and we'll talk with Coach Baronic about that. But Jake Techmeyer, six points, one rebound. Trey Clevenger hit a three-point bucket. That was his total. You had Ryan Koski with two points, seven rebounds. Brant Barth, two rebounds. Carson Schwartz, two rebounds. And then you get to the big two. Shiloh Robinson, another double-double. His run continues, 15 points, 14 rebounds, three block shots. And back-to-back huge games for Cannon Coster. Tonight he ends up with 27 points, and he didn't score in the third quarter. He was out half of that quarter with his third foul. But he has a game-high 27 points after getting 28 last night, four rebounds, and three block shots. 14 rebounds in the first half, 16 in the second. Free throw shooting 6 of 8 in the first half, 9 of 12 in the second half. Three-point shooting 2 of 9 in the first half, just 1 of 3 in the second half. Didn't even attempt one there in the fourth quarter of play. And turnovers 7 in the first half and 8 in the second half. Carney High had just 23 points at halftime. They're able to put up 30 in the second half, and they finish with 53 points, 30 rebounds, 15 out of 20 at the free throw line, 3 of 12 from three-point land, six blocks, three each for Robinson and Coster, and 15 turnovers. Carney wins a school record ninth consecutive game to improve to 12-4 and four on the season with the 53-42 victory. And again, Tuesday night, they're back home to take on Hastings. The doubleheader begins at 6 here on ESPN Radio. Then Grand Island rolls in Friday, and they're at Papillion La Vista South next Saturday. And everybody, of course, looking forward to the home game with Norfolk on the 10th. We'll take a final break as Coach Baronic and the boys are coming out of the locker room and continue on the New West postgame show right after this. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney At Hastings College, there are only 12 students to each professor. We don't have 300-seat lecture halls, so you get to be you, not a number. Hastings College is a great place. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. Once again, I want to thank Pat and the athletic department here at Lincoln High for their hospitality, as always. I want to thank the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school basketball action uh, throughout the season. And we will be back with you on Tuesday night here on ESPN, Carney and Hastings, and on Classic Hits 98.9, the quarterfinals of the Lou Platt Conference Tournament from Cope Gymnasium, as Carney Catholic will take on either the Gibbon or Centura girls who play on Monday. That's at 6.15, and then the Carney Catholic boys will be taking on 
Ravenna at around 8 o'clock on Tuesday. Then the semifinals and finals of the Lou Platte at Gibbon next Thursday through Saturday. We'll be right here on, Cla- on uh, excuse me, on Classic Hits here on ESPN. We'll be the semifinals and finals of the Fort Carney Conference Tournament, and we will have that from the Viero Events Center. The UNK women were a winner today. The UNK men, well, it ain't over yet. UNK 92, Lincoln 87 with a minute 10 to go. Hastings men fell 84-79, and the Hastings women were a winner today, 62-54. to And Coach Drake Baronic has made his way up here. And, uh, Coach, uh, it was a grinder for your guys this afternoon. Uh, I think they're all going to be grinders from here on out, and we've really talked about it a ton. And um, our guys have just got to get their mindset made that uh, there ain't going to be another easy one the rest of the year. I don't care what records say. Um, when you start getting a target on your back and you start winning some basketball games, this is their season. And it might be even tougher than, uh, you know, some of these guys that have 3-10, and 5-10, and 10, whatever their record is. Um, this is something that they can build some momentum into next year. And uh, so we just got to be super mindful, and we've got to prepare like crazy and uh, just make sure that we're always competing every night. How much do you hate playing zone? I don't like it, um, but uh, – there's certain times where you just got to get teams out of flow. And I think um, for me to develop as a coach, um, I've got to get a little bit more comfortable in it and find times to um, get in that thing. You know, I, I remember watching two years ago. This sticks out in my mind, watching Michigan play. And uh, they went 1-3-1 one, one, one time when some team was just grilling them in man-to-man. They scored both times in the 1-3-1. One, one. They came back to man-to-man, and uh, they ended up winning the game because they were just out of – it just gets you out of flow. And basketball is such a game of flow. We talked about in the, in the uh, at the halftime. You know, Trey Clevenger, uh, God bless his heart, he has one that hits him right in the hands and a steal. And we're going to drop the shadow and probably dunk another one. And we're going to be up 8-0 to start the game. Instead, it goes through our hands. They pitch it deep at 6-2. I mean, that's how fragile the game of basketball is. And we got to learn every possession at this time matters. So we've got to make sure and control what we can control and uh, take care of those plays because 8-0 is a lot different than 6-2. Talk about the defense from the first quarter on, because obviously part of it was Hunter getting a second foul, and they benched him for a little bit, yep. and, and and then he wasn't as aggressive the rest of the basketball game until it came crunch time here, and they, they needed him to be. Yep. But just talk about that and the way your defense played, especially holding him to 13 points in the second and third. You know what? We've done a pretty good job defensively here in this stretch, and I know a lot of people think of uh, you know my lineage and think of offense and things like that, but uh, you know, our guys are competing. We'll make some mistakes, but we're flying around and, and we're competing and we're flying for defensive rebounds and things like that. So, um, you know, it, it just came. We were letting them get in too big of a rhythm in the first half. Same thing as Westside. They're coming off ball screens and we were playing flat and uh, we cranked up the pressure and went trap, which we don't even work on in practice. And guys, that's what I love about these guys right now is they're just buying in to what we're doing. They're being coachable in timeouts. And we're making adjustments on the fly and they're going and executing it. And I couldn't be more proud of that. Talking with Drake Bronick, boys basketball coach here. The Bearcats off to the 53-49, uh, 42 victory over Lincoln High. What do you say, because I, I hope we weren't, but I know that it was out there that, okay, all of a sudden Cannon's not getting 20 a game, but all the other guys are contributing, and that's when Shiloh really took off. Right. Now, Shiloh hasn't stepped back at all. It's another double-double, but over the weekend, Cannon gets 55 points in the two ball games. Yeah, all that can do is improve our team. Um, when can when we're winning games and Cannon's scoring 12, you ain't keeping them at 12 for long. And uh, we know that as a staff. I think Cannon knows that. And uh, this last week, um, 
I had a couple guys go up and talk to you. Hey, Cannon, we still need you to be aggressive. We still need you to find some time. And, uh, you know, that's just showing some respect with our team. And, and the guys that you respect, Cannon, or Koski goes up and talk. Jake goes up, hey, we need you to get a little bit aggressive. And then here he goes. So um, not one time was I worried. Um, and all that does is allow other kids to get some com- uh, some confidence and get comfortable. And uh, we're just going to reap the benefits from it from here on out. You did. You had to, whatever you want to say. You play it by the book when he gets his third foul and you put him down for the final four minutes of the third quarter. And really, because uh, of the way the game went, you didn't skip a beat. But I thought Brant Barth played excellent when you brought him in there. He, he plays good. But that four minutes when you really needed him to not let the flow change, he, he, he did his job. Yeah, Brant, and I'm just I'm telling you guys, different guys are stepping up, and uh, Brant's been solid, and we've told him from he shoots it pretty good. Um, but what this team needs him to do is knock down some open jumpers and then get every loose ball that's around him and every defensive rebound, and uh, he's done a pretty good job. So, um, yeah, just super proud of our guys. And then with Cannon, eventually we're going to have to get him to play with, with three fouls, and we have to be confident in him being able to do that. The thing is, against a team like this, um, if he gets his fourth, they get really, 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 really going. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. so uh, we need to make sure that he's over here so they know that we got the hammer still coming back in the fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, so we've got to find some ways to play some zone when he's in there and he's in foul trouble. And he's just got to learn to not go reaching after some fouls and things like that. So um, if there's one thing about uh, not playing defense, the Bronics know. So uh, we'll teach him, <laughs> teach him the way of staying out of foul trouble and uh, – I'll have him call Connor because I at least guarded a little bit. Connor didn't guard at all. <laughs> Drake, last thought. You go, you finally get back home, but yeah. it is two rival teams that would just love to knock off a top 10 team uh, in Hastings and GI. What can you give us a quick thought on those two? They're just, uh, they're going to be well coached. And I, I've been around those guys for a long time, and uh, you know they they want this one, and, and why wouldn't you? And so, um, again, any given night somebody can beat us. We've got to prepare like. Uh, like crazy and we got to get hungry and uh, we got to know that there's a there's a bullseye on our back and there's a target on our back because this season this, this uh, a win against us can jump start uh winning the next five games or whatever it is so um you know i think our guys are mentally prepared when it comes to rivalries man i mean there's no motivational speech that we need there's no getting up for games it's it's gi it's hastings and uh so our guys um for whatever reason love that game and uh I'm going to love it, too. All right, Jake, we'll see you Tuesday night against Hastings, and we'll let you uh, talk to the extremely handsome Cub fan, Ken Hamilton, from the Lincoln Journal. <laughs> I've Star. never seen an extremely hub, uh, handsome Cub fan. There should be no Cub fans ever. <laughs> see you, buddy. Thanks a lot. Uh, a school record ninth straight win, which came as news to me, I'll tell you that. But uh, that is the first time Carney Boys basketball have ever won nine games in a row, and they do it here, and they will take on Hastings Tuesday here on ESPN and then Grand Island uh, Friday at Papio South Saturday. That's going to wrap things up. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. I'm not sure that we gave you an Acera Care moment of the game, but we kind of talked about it here in the post-game when they switched up to the zone and slowed Lincoln High down, and eventually they they just never got back into the offensive rhythm that they had in the first quarter. That's our Sarah Care Hospice moment of the game, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri Cities and beyond. Call Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care 
at the right time. As we leave you, we can tell you that UNK men and women are winners today. The Lopers finish it off 102 to 90 over Lincoln University. The women won it uh, this afternoon by a score of 70 to 58. Hastings women beat Dakota Wesleyan in a top 10 matchup, 62-54. The men fall to the number nine team of the country, 84-79. Here in the girls' game, it was Carney High getting back in the win column, a 16-point effort from Alexis Mishu and a 41-38 victory. And in the boys' game, 27 points from Cannon Coster, 15 points, 14 rebounds, three blocks from Shiloh Robinson as they beat Lincoln High, 53-42. For our producer-engineer, Billy Thompson, I'm Doug Duda. We will see you Tuesday. Good night, everyone. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory, 